Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always a way out, and it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance, and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese, and it's another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And you know, I get to bring the coolest people here. I really do. I really do. And I know you're going to delight in my guest today. So I'm happy to have Abigail Mensa Bonsu with us. And she she's a magnificent healer. She does amazing work today. And we're going to talk about her journey because in her journey, you might see seeds of your journey, right? The goal of this show is to help you, number one, live a fiercely brilliant life. And number two, understand that sometimes you might have to overcome some things. Sometimes you might be off the path. Sometimes your soul takes you in different directions. And I like to show all the versions of that. So you know, wherever you are, you can you can do the soul work and live that fiercely brilliant life. So Abigail, so happy to have you with us today, love. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so tell the listeners what you do today. And more importantly, what do you love about it? Mm. So. <laughs> it's always interesting to try to find words to what I do. Yes, yes. Um, my energy is, if I were to put a word or two words to it, it's the goddess activator. Um, I'm also a multidimensional healer. Now, you know, you separate these two, but they're really one energy because mm-hmm. as I connect to the human being, my client, mm-hmm. you know, as I'm activating them, there's going to be stuff that comes up that needs to be reintegrated, that needs to be healed, that needs to be cleared. Like all of that is part of it. But we live in a world that wants, you know, like titles and stuff. Oh, yes. Right, right, right. But yeah. Um, But yes, goddess activator, Mm. um, divine feminine mentor, especially when it comes to leadership, because I support women who are here creating the bigger impact in humanity. And I do Mm. that by showing them the spiritual tools that allows them, allows their flame, their fire to continue burning without worrying about all the bugs that may come in and make it, you know, quell the flame or dim the flame so they can be all that they are, feeling fearless, bold, powerful, protected, safe, secure in this planet. So, boom. <laughs> Holy shit, woman, you have done work on your messaging. That was like, I'm feeling all that. So It looks that way, doesn't it? <laughs> to you. You know, it's, it's funny, when, you. you know, saying it, we do sort of similar work and that's yours is way well, more defined, but like, like in the esoteric and the, yes. and a lot of, it's hard to talk about, hard to get your hands around. So I just love, Hey listeners, did you hear that? Did you have freaking powerful? Like, didn't you, didn't you just go, uh-huh. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> like, so just props. Let's get started with some props. Thank you. It is. It is hard to find words to describe what we do because we tap into 
a realm that has no words for. And what we do literally has no words. It's like we have to find the words so that you can connect to yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and we, yeah. It's energy. It's all energy. Yes. We don't, so, so here's another lesson. Don't worry about all the words. Like, you know, I think I got tripped up for five years going, what do I call myself? And then I, I, it's just like, whatever, people are going to like me or not. It's energy, right? So exactly. yours is yours is off the charts. Amazing. And <laughs> I know you have a story. I know you have a journey that got you here. So where do you want to start? Let's see here. So first, before I go into the journey, yeah, a little bit about what I love about what I do. All oh, right, right. Thank you. <laughs> see, I was so into your story. Anyway, so keep going. Yeah. So what I love about what I do, you know, when I when I get a client come to me and they're in this place, like this is my life. This is what I'm doing. You know, nothing is working. I don't know if I should give up. I don't see beyond this box. Mm. And they come into my life and I introduce them to, okay, this is where you are. And this is really where you need to be existing. And we're able to build a bridge between where they are and where they want to be. And I watch them through that journey just open up and blossom and get to create magic in your own life. When I'm able to train or mentor other people to be even better than I am, <laughs> that's hot, isn't that. it? That's yes. pretty nice. That yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That's the and juiciness. That's the yes. juice. And for a mentor to be able to be humble enough to go, 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 fly farther. That's awesome. Because it's not about me. Exactly. No. That just this gift is yeah. here so that you can also tap into your magnificent magic, your power. And you can go out there and be all that you are. I'm just helping you bridge it so you can do that. Yeah. It's not, I'm hoping that this kind of thing where it's like, I mean, I've had mentors where it was like that. It's like, I'm here and yeah, you're there, right, right. you know, like, and that was the olden days. This day is like, we're all powerful. We might be on different paths, you know, different yeah. point of the journey, but we're all powerful, you know? Mm. So, um, and then moving into the journey. So <laughs> it's very interesting because when people hear what I do, they're like, oh my gosh, even your energy is very divine feminine. You've always worked with the goddess, the moon. I'm like, no, I, I haven't, yeah. you know, they're like, well, were you always in tune with your divine feminine side? No, no, not always. <laughs> you know, my divine masculine side oh. was more activated because yeah. I needed to survive. A lot of women have that experience. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, now I love both of them. There's mm-hmm. not, it's not like the feminine came to replace. No, they're dancing. Mm-hmm. They're dancing. They're having right. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. <laughs> so when I was young, you know, both of my parents are nurses. I was surrounded by nurses and doctors and, mm. you know, and they all, you know, I would hear like, oh, this child, you know, she's going to be a doctor. She is going to wow. be a doctor. And I just, I loved what my parents did. I loved how they were able to heal others through medicine, Mm -hmm. you know, like watching them, Mm -hmm. you know, someone having malaria on the brink of death and then giving them, you know, like something that would help them come back. Mm -hmm. And of course, this was like back home in Ghana. So it goes beyond pharmaceuticals. You know, there's also food. It's a different system. I mean, now it might be more Western medicine, but, you know, growing up, yeah, (laughs) growing up, it was very more holistic, you know, they, and so I wanted to be a doctor and that was my goal. When I set my mind on something, 
only God can move that. Trust me. (laughs) And so, you know, I went to school and I knew that we came to the U.S. I went to high school. I was like, oh, just can't wait to go to college so I can start this journey. I went to college. Um, I majored in pre-med and psychology. Pre-med, of course, leading me to that medicine path. Mm -hmm. But psychology drew me in because I love Mm. the way the human mind works. Like I feel the brain, the human brain, the first time I held the human brain, I was so freaking in love. Like it it is the most remarkable organ in the human. I mean, next to the heart, right? (laughs) But the brain is so interesting, especially when you understand a higher level Mm -hmm. brain, you know, like not just the physical mind, okay, thinking, but also understanding the spiritual aspect that it has both, just like the heart has both. It is absolutely mind blowing. So I wanted to, psychology was like, learning about how people think, why they do what they do and diving in. So I love that. And I had that, that dual dance between pre-med and psychology. And, you know, there was a point junior year, that's when you start to shadow doctors. Mm -hmm. And there was one doctor, he used to annoy me because he always like quiz me. He was my favorite. He would quiz me and he would talk to me. Like it just, it felt really good. And he was like, so why do you want to be a doctor? And I was like, well, let me tell you, because I want to teach people that their bodies can heal themselves. And he, he he was like, at this point, right? No, he wasn't. He was like, okay, but I'm going to tell you something right now. If you were to become a doctor, you would not be able to do that. Wow. And I I was like, "Um, what do you mean by that? (laughs) this has been my path. Like, what are you talking about? So I'm listening to him. He's like, you will not be able to do that. We have rules that we have to abide to. Mm -hmm. And it's not about you teaching them about how their bodies can heal. So so you were thinking doctor as healer. And yes. Yeah. Doctors aren't healers. It's not medicine. Oh my gosh. And so he helped me like after when I left there, I was like, what the yeah. What, what, but one thing he was like, well, look into more holistic. So like Ooh. osteopathic medicine, or mm-hmm. osteopathic doctor. So I shadowed someone like that. And she asked me the same thing. I told her the same thing. And she's like, I admire what you would like to bring in here, but you will not be able to do that. And so at that point, I was shattered because I was like, great. Oh, I spent, yes. you know, yeah. I mean, being pre-med, taking the MCATs alone, like, <laughs> that, you know, like that's a lot. And at that point, I was like, what in the, what, this has always been what I yeah. see myself doing. And so I was like, okay. I mean, at that point I was working in clinics. Um, I worked in the clinic in, on campus, like the whole time I was mm-hmm. in college. And then afterwards I got another job. Like I've always been working in clinics mm-hmm. and I just love that. Love connecting with people. People love me. Like just, yeah. sure. So I was like, okay, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to take two years. I'll just work in the field and kind of figure it out in that two years. So I met my first spiritual teacher and Mm. she was, um, she's a shaman and she's the one that brought me to my body. She helped me anchor my spirit into my body because before then, you know, all the years from childhood to that point, probably 26, I was not in my body. I was an empty shell walking on this planet because I didn't want to be here. I did not want to be here. I like 
in my childhood, there's so many times that I had dreams where the heavens will open up and there's a line going up. Yeah. And I run to the beginning of the line and Jesus is standing there and I'm like, yes, wow. I get to go home. And he's like, no, sweetie, you got to go. It's not time. Yet. I'm like, so oh. fascinating. So let yeah. me just clarify. Because some people don't want to be here because trauma and horrible. You just wanted to be connected or reunited, right? Is yes. That, yeah. I, so I still feel my yeah. trauma. I still feel the disconnection from the divine when I pulled away from the divine. When I imagine the divine, I am right mm-hmm. at the center of the core of the divine. Yeah. And I remember that separation from the divine. I remember the separation from my soul family. And I wow. remember the, separate, the last draw was the separation of soul. So my twin flame and I, who's my husband right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, okay, so, so hold on. People, people are kind of going, Whoa, wait, hold on. What is all this? Thing? And we'll, we'll talk about all this stuff in a minute. Right? Yes. Like, Cause I don't want to, I like, I don't want the train to rush by and then the listeners going, what the hell is she saying? But let's just, let's just finish the story, right? Just for, yes. for sake of, cause we could, unfortunately, yes. Abigail and I could talk for seven hours. That's a problem. We gotta, so, so you left? Yes. Yeah, so she helped me come back into my body, like anchor my spirit into my yes. body. And we began my soul journey. So we did like soul, yeah. soul journey stuff where a lot of meditations and mm-hmm. getting to know who I am mm-hmm. and not being afraid to be in this body. I mean, being human was freaking scary for me. I mean, now, so interesting. you know, like I'm still... Yeah. Because a lot of people are more comfortable, but a lot of people are so human. So in the 3D, so in their body, they have trouble accessing their spirit, their soul, the energetic part of them. And you were so in that world, you're like a body, Jesus, God, do I got to feed this thing now? Right. And so maybe let's (laughs) talk about that. Cause I think that's going to be an important thing. How, how let's talk the concept that we are souls. I know we're, I know we're going off. I said, we we're going to finish no, the story, but, but this is no, an important, like let's, because for people, people, this might be new. This might be like, yeah, I've heard like when you talk about bringing my soul fragments back, doing the journeys, like, like, can you just explain a little bit about maybe what happens when you're fragmented and or are not in your body and then the, what it's like when you are in your body? Yeah. So there's different levels. So for me, it wasn't like a fragmentation where I had to go here and grab this, go here and grab that. It was just getting my entire spirit body into my physical Physical body. body. Like I was hovering over here and my body was down here and I was just watching my body do whatever, which it was very interesting. Like, I I don't even know how I made it that far, but I did because I have amazing guides. You (laughs) You do. You do. Um, Absolutely. So there are people who are more spiritual in nature, which mm-hmm. means that they're more heavenly, they're more connected mm-hmm. to the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And the, it's part of the mission to come down and anchor that light ah. and bring more of that f- high frequency onto right. this planet and humanity. And there are those who are more anchored in earth and they're the ones who are really good with money. They're really mm-hmm. good with business. You can see this, you know, mm-hmm. and they're also their, their work, like their journey is to master how to bring that divinity into this earth too. Both parts is anchoring, is coming yeah. to balance, finding those, right? And then, you know, uh, usual path, this is, I'm calling it usual because it, it okay. feels more normal to me. This is the fragmentation 
rehabilitation part where perhaps something traumatic happened in a past life that you weren't able to heal. And this lifetime is a perfect environment for you to heal it. But you didn't know how to go back and reach it and bring it back to integrate it in your body. Right. So that's the fragmentation. Um, There was a period like a year, a whole 12 months in my life where this is part of my spiritual integration, I should say, Mm -hmm. where I had a, like a a dream with 12 of my most powerful past lives where each night I would go through the entire journey, pain all the way to death. Like sometimes I'll wake up like shaking, like there's an earthquake or just sweat or just bawling. And it was like going through the pain, seeing what happened and then moving into um, like forgiveness and healing. And then waking up back with the blessing or the, the gifts of that past life. And that, this was a whole year. It was the most oh intense year. Let's just put it that way. It was very intense. So Abigail, if somebody is like, this is kind of curious to them and fascinating, and they don't even know where to start. Um, obviously, they can work with you or me. We do this kind of stuff. But but for somebody like, wow, how how do I know that? Yes. pieces of me aren't there or past lives are still influencing me. How, how, how do they know that? And where would you say well, they start? Look at it this way. Our past lives are always with us, whether they're influencing you positively or negatively. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know if you should visit a past life or even a, you know, a different dimension of yourself to bring closure to or heal mm-hmm. is For example, let's say you have like some kind of weird symptom that Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. appeared in your body and it doesn't matter what you've done. It's just not going away. It's not shifting. Doctors can't help you. You've tried every, you know, everything that you could possibly think is not budging and you have no idea what the heck is happening. Most likely is from a different past life or a different dimension of you that you need to go back heal and then bring that golden nugget to integrate in this lifetime. I can share a story. I can tell a story about that one. So I don't know if my listeners know, but a year ago, I had a very severe injury to my hand. I ended up having surgery, physical therapy, and it was like, shit again, because the year prior I had a, I had a sprained wrist. I have had so many injuries to this hand. I've, I've broken the fingers twice, had multiples, and I worked with the healer and she said, oh my God, you stole money. And they chopped your hands off. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, 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 that's an example. Because I kept having the recurring injury, 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 yes. injury. And it's like, what the hell? Like, I, I, And when that discovery occurred, it makes so much sense now. So in essence, we like replicate it so yes. that we can go, Hark, maybe there's something calling for our attention here. Exactly. So, and so t- to do the work is big it. though by yourself. Yeah. Like people don't know how to like, you know what I mean? Like, where do people start? And then go back to what you noticed. Yeah. So I think it's hard because we think of it as complicated, or we think of it as I can't do this on my own. I have to go see okay. this okay. healer or this activator or this. Because our past lives are our past lives. Mm-hmm. We have our higher selves who's always orchestrating these activations, mm-hmm. these healings constantly. Yeah. And so for me, what I do with my clients, I connect them with their higher selves and your team first. Mm-hmm. And then through that connection, 
then we and travel to wherever nice, you want nice. to go. Ooh, yeah. Nice. So it, it's really about opening you up. So the first step is, okay, do you notice that? Or do you have a feeling or a sense mm-hmm. that this is beyond this lifetime? That's the first step. You will have like, the, there's usually a little feeling, something within you, like, I don't know what, this, this is not human. This or like is a deja vu, here. maybe yeah. a deja vu or like weird. I'm so attracted. My boyfriend, like I, I there's yes. something about native Americans. I love the native American. And I'm like, yeah, you were, you were, you were in the wars. You were a warrior, right? Like, so if you have affinity for things or yes. affinity for places, so, okay. Pay attention to that. Yeah. You know, the healing will already start coming to you. It will start showing up to you, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's reoccurrence injuries or you yeah. see, you know, someone you love going through the same thing over and over and somehow it's affecting you or it's around you constantly. It's mm-hmm. trying to get your attention all the time because it needs to be resolved so That's that right. you can move forward in this lifetime. So pay attention to what your own soul is showing you in your life. Trust me, your soul is showing you. 100%. Yeah. So, so finish your story. So, so you, you worked with a healer, you kind of, you did the year of really intense healing, integrating, and then what? Yeah. So um, it was like probably after the two years, it was probably like two and a half years, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to my teacher, the shaman, and I was like, yeah, you know, I've always seen myself as a doctor. It still feels like real. And she, we did a soul path reading. And of course, all of this, we did like a series of them. All of them took me to, you know, a point in my lifetime where I was a healer in the mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. or where, and she's okay. like, okay, well, it's very clear. You're a healer. And it didn't help that the first crystal or gemstone I chose, she, she, she would create like jewelry mm-hmm. for like, it was beautiful. And the first one that I chose ever had was a turquoise and she just laughed and she's like interesting really turquoise I was like yeah look at it's gorgeous she's like yeah you're a healer no doubt about that so now I know the basis of me being a doctor it was based on my true nature of being a healer yeah the journey of well what kind of healer what does that look like in this lifetime um and so she's like why don't you start with plants and I've always had a thing with just plants I medicine wise you know I get I get what people need I get what my body needs for example I know I from just smelling someone I can tell they're about to get sick and I also know what exactly they can eat or like in hold on hold on hold on yeah (laughs) whoa 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 whoa, hold on did you study that or did that just come in with you from the other lifetime yeah that was that's an example isn't that so crazy we bring in like my healing system I didn't learn it. I just came in with it. And so that's fascinating that yeah. you just you just have the knowing and the knowledge. And oh my yeah. gosh, I got goosebumps. Okay, yeah. keep going. A very young age, because when I was younger, for me, I would knew when I was about to get malaria and I would crave like we had um citrus plants mm-hmm. and I would crave like the unripe oranges. And I would crave the lemon. So I would like get them and cut them and take them to school and eat it all day. I had no idea it was vitamin C. I had no idea, but that's what my body craved. And even up to now, like I'll crave green juice or spinach or, you know, like, and, you know, my husband's like, what's wrong with you? Who craves spinach (laughs) or spirulina? And (laughs) now I understand why, because I Mm -hmm. went through the journey of, you know, becoming a doctor. So I understand the body in that way. Mm -hmm. So going back, um, 
after the two and a half years, you know, she mentioned, why don't you look into plants? So I just opened my computer. I typed in plant doctor or whatever. Okay. And it's very interesting. The first thing that came in was a Chinese medicine school, which mm. was literally like five minutes from where I lived. And I was like, interesting. So I clicked on it, opened it up, and they had an herbal program, a Chinese medicine herbal program. And I just felt this draw, like this pull. I cannot describe like how powerful it was. So I contacted them. This is all in one week. I contacted them to find out more. They invited me in for interview. I filled out the application, went for the interview the same week, and I was admitted the same week. Boom. Right. Of course. Just like that. When it's right. And I was like, yeah. And on top of that, I couldn't just do just the herbal medicine. I had to become an acupuncturist too. So I had to mm-hmm. do both programs. So I was like, great, mm-hmm. I'll do it. And I mean, that's a journey in itself. <laughs> that's intense. Acupuncture exactly. is intense. Right. And, you know, at the beginning, we we're talking about how sometimes our paths leads us to different places or, mm-hmm. you know, the challenges that come up. I remember, you know, I was so excited. I, you know, I was telling my parents that I was going to start grad school and study acupuncture in Chinese traditional medicine. And my mom cried. <gasps> She's like, what are you doing with your you're life? you're not a real doctor. Is that what her thing was? Oh no. It's like, you can be a doctor. You can be a nurse. Nobody's going to see you for acupuncture or that weird medicine you're doing. Like, what are you doing? Oh my God. And I was like, wow, you're supposed to support me and you don't. So, okay. I still did it. It didn't stop me. Cause remember I said, when I put my mind in you something, yeah, that's right. why so I still did it. Um, and I went through that program three years, intense, intense, intense program, a program that's supposed to be five years. We did it in three years. And at the last trimester, um, where, you know, before we graduated, one of my mentors there, you know, I'm shadowing him and we're in clinic. And I was like, Hey, Jim, so what do you think? Do you think I'll be a good acupuncturist? And he looks at me, he's like, no. no. And I was like, what, <laughs> what do you mean by no? <laughs> and I was like, do you, do you see me as a, a like, do you think I'm going to be an acupuncturist? And he's like, no, that is not your path. You're here to learn something. I get it. But no, I don't see you as an acupuncturist. You have oh something better to do. Oh and my I, God. <laughs> what the? And at that point, yeah. you know, yeah. The, you know, I was teaching meditation in school. I was teaching people how to connect with your higher selves, your power <laughs> guides. Like the clues were there, right? <laughs> right. They were all like the students were asking me to do classes. The the oh school asked God. me to do it. And at that point, I had a feeling, but I just didn't know that I could even make money out of that, call that a career. I was like, that's like a hobby. I love doing stuff like that. So when he said, I was like, Jim, seriously, I'm about to graduate. And that's really, he's like, I'm being honest with you. And let's not talk about the debt you have from acupuncture school, right? I don't even think about that. (laughs) Combined with undergrad, let's just not go there. (laughs) Right. And so I, you know, after I even started taking some of the board exams and I took the first one, I passed. I was like, oh, maybe spirit changes mind. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. I took the second one, which it felt good. And then I failed. I was like, okay, I'm going to take it again. I took it again, failed. And you're probably not a person that fails these kind of exams, are you? Right, right. Took right. it five times. <laughs> failed. This is biomed, by the way. Biomed aspects. That you That's my you. undergrad, That's right, right, like, right, right. And so at that point, I was like, "But I, but I love the stubbornness." In. You know, the once, this twice, I took five times. If you, if I'm you argue it, 
if you ask spirit, spirit will tell you that sometimes it has to break my will. Otherwise I won't budge. Like when I set my mind on something, yeah. it's like I, yeah. I put all of it. And yeah. especially when it moves me, moves my entire body to a yes, it's very hard to sway. 100%. And I know that I have to learn. I had to go through it. Like I have this bank of wisdom that allows me to do more for my clients now. Mm-hmm. I don't regret any of it. It makes me like if you see as a spiritual mentor yeah. and you look at my background, yeah, when like, I'm working with you, holy with your shit. Body, I get all the things. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Let's, like, I get it. Let's go back because there were two different places, you know. And number one, I love that the mentors in your life told you the truth <laughs> that there were three people who said, No, you're not a doctor. Oh, no, you don't know. Like, shocking because most people don't, right? Yeah. And so, how did you? Because I think a lot of people are at that juncture, right? Like, yeah. I, I thought this was my path. I, I put, I put the time, energy, money to the path and wait, what? Like that's, that's an existential, what the fuck? <laughs> and you yes, spend hundreds exactly. of thousands of dollars on top of that. Oh. How, how, how does one not just say, I'll just do it anyway. Cause I'm supposed to, or I thought it was, you know what I mean? How, how did you give yourself permission just to like trust and just go, okay, that's it. And I see your little son coming in. So yeah, if you're watching the video, you're going to see an adorable little child in just a moment. So anyway. He likes to pop in every now and then. So right. for me, it really comes down. So I sense with my body, which okay. is very interesting, even though I'm more spiritual, yeah. like I have to have that full body. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which means I also get full body nose. Hold on, baby. I hope he doesn't show oh, his booty. And I just, what I felt it when they said it each time my mentor yeah, said it, I already knew I was wow. just too stubborn to shift. I but. needed what they did for me. I call it the cosmic pimp slap, <laughs> right? I needed that <laughs> pimp slap to be like, cut it out. You know, it already. Slap. okay. Yeah, pimp it was slap. a pimp okay. because, okay. you know, like after I graduated from grad school, I was a mess. I was lost. I I was like, I I have, I thought this was my path. I thought I knew what I was doing, you know? And of course I'm like, I'm like this, this old and my friends are in med school and they're doing it and I'm still trying to find my path. So it took me two years to even just acknowledge the fact that I wasn't going to be that type of doctor or an acupuncturist and that that was okay. Mm. I had to. I had to have grace for myself. Okay. I had to, I had to give myself time to heal. Yeah. It Ooh. hurt me. It hurt me to my core. Yeah. So I want you to listen to this guys on the, on the videos and listening. The path isn't always straight and the path isn't all, you know, our brains, our, our, our bodies, our psyches like set us up and then our soul's like, yeah, cool. And right. And what I heard, you didn't say this, but what I heard from you is nothing was wasted. No. The medical school, the acupuncture, the herbal school. Now in your bag of tools, you are so, so equipped. The yes. growth and that you didn't tell us that you met your husband at acupuncture school. Oh, and yes. Like, Duh. Hello. <laughs> that's did. definitely worth the investment. So she's got a beautiful relationship. Yeah, that's like the joke. That's the joke that my <laughs> friends have. It's like, oh, look at the price side. You came to grad school to meet your husband. I'm like, oh, buddy. Very expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I hope he was worth it, right? I'm sure you got a beautiful boy in the background, so I'm thinking. He and was he's good. also my my. You remember I was talking about the twin flame twin thing. Flame. He's my yeah. And so we we have we have a mission. We have um, work to do here on this planet. So I'm really excited for that journey. But yes, it was a, a period of adjustment yeah. that I had to really, and then I had to surrender. I was going to ask, what point. were the yeah. what were the did you have beliefs like if somebody's there? How do they say yes? You know what I mean? I, I hear you're super connected to spirit and you can surrender. So how, how do, how do you, what would you instruct somebody if they're like, holy crap, my path is changing. Kind of walk us through how you would help them with that. So just like how I, I kind of mentioned it as I was going through my process, mm-hmm. give yourself grace. grace. You're going to go through that. Oh, I'm a failure. Look at how much you know, depth yeah. I've created and yeah. I didn't do shit about what I did. Right, that people right. see me as a failure. Nobody's going to take me. All of that oh. is going to come in. Have grace for yourself because you're on a different path than everyone else. So when you else. say grace, let's just define that word. We learn with that word, but what does that mean? Gentleness, forgiveness. Yes. I was about to, let's make it yeah. simple. Yeah. Be gentle with yourself. Perfect. Perfect. So Love allow, allow for the feelings, right? Cause the feelings yes. flood in and at the end, like feel the feelings. And at the end of the day, it's okay. I just it got it differently. Right. And I think, holy heck, how courageous you are. Cause how many people as they, you know, the expression living lives of quiet desperation. Well, I didn't want to be a doctor, but my family wants me to, and I already paid for it. So what the hell? Right. So I love people that can walk away from a quote chosen path and follow their own path. Like to me, that's, that's freaking courageous. Okay. When so it have comes grace. to when it comes to my path this lifetime, it's like I am so dedicated. There's this yeah. strength that comes with yeah. it, and nothing can budget, regardless of what challenges I face. This is how I explain. It's like it's like walking through fire. I will yeah. walk through yeah. that fire because yeah. I know what's on the yeah. other side, yeah. and it's like I can't explain it. It's just there. I'm it's the strong. Way. And recently I was talking to another healer and I was like, you know, telling her about my path and all of that. And she's like, well, it makes sense because this is actually the first lifetime. Baby, don't climb. Sit down, please. Please. (laughs) And she's like, this is the first time that you have chosen your path. Because in the other lifetimes, Mm -hmm. you know, the other lifetime, I was born into my healer work. It was a lineage Ah, thing. It was, I always did it for the community. It wasn't something I chose. And this is the first lifetime. It's like, I'm following my own path. And it's like your soul's got you. And exactly. Oh, that's so magnificent. Ah, such a great story. All right. So before we get a full frontal shot from your son, let's got to wrap this up. So tell us where to find you. Cause I, you know, I think people need to hear your, your stuff and like, where can they find you? And I think you have a free gift as well. So I'm just share Yeah. That. So you can always find me um, on all social medias, but let's make it easy. Go to my website, moongoddessacademy.com. Nice. Um, that's where you also find a free um, offering. It is a meditation. I call it the eye of the storm. It is a meditation that mm. helps you build your inner fortitude. So it doesn't matter what chaos is whipping around you. Oh. You always are centered and anchored in your truth. That's so awesome. yeah, moongoddessacademy.com. Yeah. And that will be in the show notes. All right. Is there anything else? Just kind of tune in. Is there anything else that that, that needs to be said? Anything else that, that our, our listeners would love to hear? 
our paths are not meant to be linear. Okay. We mm-hmm. came here. It's almost like we're, we're, we're gathering what we, we have forgotten. You know, when we came down to this 3d, we, we had that veil that is like the cosmic amnesia, what I mm-hmm. call it. Mm-hmm. And throughout our experiences, we gather all that wisdom. So be curious about where your soul is leading you really tune into your heart. That's where your compass is. And so far as you are operating from your heart, it will always point you to your North node. I always tell my client, it doesn't matter how far right you steer away from your path. Your soul will always bring you back. Beautiful. So far as you're in the heart. Yeah. And the answer does not live in our brain. That's a thing. So it's in the heart. It's in the wisdom. It's in the intuition. It's in the body. It's in knowing And so strategy comes second, right? Plans come later. And so I love that invitation to really dive deep. Oh, girlfriend, what a call today. My gosh, this is mind boggling. (laughs) And I love the story. You know, it's, it's, there's so many people, Abigail, just, they're not intentional with their choosing. And the story of you investing years of study on what you thought and what you're excited about only to say, all right, if that's not it, I'll go, I will be in the unknown. I will be in the surrender. I'll, I'll just, I will trust the guidance and, and you're glowing today and you speak about your work so beautifully and you have a gorgeous half naked son in the background and a beautiful <laughs> husband. So it turned out well, right. It turned out, and I know you did the work, right. So I and it's wanna... still a process. It's still, and there you go. it's a journey. It's, it's a, a journey. journey. So thank you for sharing because your journey inspires other people. So I really, you know, I pray that this call was a blessing. I, I just know that somebody listening is like, whoa, thank you. So I'm going to invite you listeners, if you know anybody that is in this place where maybe they're at that fork in the road, or maybe the things they crafted in their mind for their purpose in life aren't working out, send them this episode. Let, let's, let's get some good energy going. So, all right, peace and blessings. Thank you for watching. Much love. Bye now. Bye. Hey, I really appreciate you listening to that last episode. And I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level. And here's what I suggest. I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group and I'm super active in it. Each week, we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot. And I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Skelly. Alrighty, peace and blessings. And I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.